Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. As we continue our series on the book of Luke, we are taking the time to acknowledge Lent as we get closer to celebrating Easter Sunday. The past two weeks, Pastor Ryan and Shane's sermons have brought such a great understanding of why it's important for the church to acknowledge Lent. Pastor Ryan taught us that we are dust and in dust we shall return. Pastor Shane reminded us throughout the book of Luke that pride keeps us away from Jesus and humility brings us closer. See, Lent reminds us all is not right and that we need and we live in a broken world and in need of a Savior. Let us pray. Lord, thank you this morning as you uh, just show us through your word what you want us to learn here in Luke chapter 22, Lord. We thank you that your word speaks to us, Lord. Continue to transform who we are this morning and lead us um, into this new season as we go into Luke. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. In a few minutes, I will lead you through the Luke chapter 22, where we will see with Jesus, preparation leads to restoration. But first, I want to start this morning by confessing something to you, church. The past few months, I have been going through a healing process. I experienced a very painful termination about a year ago that caused heartache, pain, and bitterness. I was let go from a leadership position without a reason or real explanation why. I was hired by an organization to work with individuals who are dealing with addiction and homelessness. When I was let go four months into my new role, I felt every feeling that comes with feeling betrayed and hurt. The feeling I felt took a process to get over. I took this job opportunity because through prayer, I felt like the Lord had led me to this organization. The Lord gave me a heart for those who are dealing with addiction and homelessness. I left my really good job in the school district to go into this new mission field because I felt like the Lord called me to go. Parting ways like that was a very painful experience that left me very discouraged inside. Through the healing process, the Lord started to prepare me for a new adventure. I found myself having to deal with my own brokenness and trauma. After a few months, I surrendered my pain to the Lord. And recently, God had opened a door for me with the Tulare County Office of Education. And in my new role, I'm teaching students all over Tulare County about drug addictions and effects tobacco products have on their lives. I now get to share stories with students of what I experienced working with addicts and homeless individuals with the hope that I make an impact on the next generation. We have a huge drug problem in this country that I believe the church has the only answer for. See, two weeks ago in one of my classes that I was teaching, I met a student whose father would make him use heroin at eight years old. He was brave enough to share with me his story after class. He experienced being homelessness and living in a car behind a Taco Bell. He is now having to deal with the painful reality as a high school freshman that someone who was supposed to love and take care of him had betrayed him in such a painful way. He is no longer with his biological father and is struggling to find peace. That morning he shared his story with me. I took the time to pray with him in the middle of campus and was able to point him to the healer of our souls. See, God had an appointed time that he was going to meet with this young man in the courtyard of his campus. You see, the pain of betrayal is painful and difficult to endure. 
But God uses everything that we go through for his glory. The day I met this young man, I was reminded of the time when the Lord spoke to me through his word that I was going to speak to others about addiction and set the captive free all over Tulare County. The Lord was preparing my heart to encounter this young man. See, church, you see that with Jesus, preparation leads to restoration. This morning, I want to introduce the text starting in Luke chapter 22, verse 1 through 23. And we will be looking at Jesus' last few hours before he takes on the cross and the people he interacts with. So let us read Luke 22, verse 1 to 23. So now the festival on unleavened bread called the Passover was approaching. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to chief priests and the officer of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of the unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare it for it? They asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house. The teacher asked, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with the disciples. He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished, making preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his disciples reclined at the table and said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to the man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. See, we start this chapter with the painful reality that one of Jesus' twelve men has decided to betray him. Judas decides to betray Jesus when he agrees to hand Jesus over to the chief priests. Judas became one of the worst villains in history. His name has become synonymous with betrayal. When I was studying this passage, all I could think about is how Jesus interacted with all his disciples, even though he knows one of his disciples was about to betray him. He invites all his disciples to the table to celebrate Passover. In this passage, we see Jesus' focus was on preparing the disciples for his death and resurrection. Jesus shows his passion and grace and he has for, that he has for his disciples. See, I want to take a moment to highlight Luke 22, verses 14 and 16. The passage where John and Peter have set the table and Jesus finally sits down at the table with his disciples. 
It says it in Luke 22, verse 14 and 16. And when the hour came, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not sit until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. The word recline stands out to me because there is a sense of resting in the Lord that is taking place. The disciples are being invited to abide in Jesus. Jesus is preparing them for what is about to take place. Even though he knew he was about to be betrayed, Jesus' focus was on preparing the disciples for his death and resurrection. The key to experiencing his grace and mercy was for them to rest in him. I am reminded of the passage found in Psalms 23, 5, where it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. This is what is taking place in this passage. He was about to give you and I full access to the kingdom of heaven. See, when I look at this text, I look back at who is at the table. These are people who have been walking with Christ for three years. These people are sinners, tax collectors, ordinary fishermen, some doubters. Jesus prepared a table for us and invites men and women to follow him, to experience him, to know him. He chose us to sit with him at the table so we can commune with him, to be one with him. He was beginning the journey of restoring what was broken. See, with Jesus, preparation leads to restoration. See, Lent reminds us that everything that the enemy meant for evil, God uses for good. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, he died for us. Jesus came to save sinners. Jesus loved his betrayer. There is no greater love than that. We see in this passage how low man can go, but then you see God give us his righteousness and holiness, and this is amazing grace. See, Jesus was the reason for Passover. He was the fulfillment of the great feast. Remember that Passover comes from the 10th and worst plague from the time of Moses in Egypt. This was a terrifying night. God has been saying to a superpower nation of Egypt, let my people go. But Pharaoh kept hardening his heart. He had been on a genocide mission against this and other smaller nations called Israel or the Hebrews, throwing their children in the Nile to be eaten by crocodiles. Even Moses himself had been miraculously saved. Passover has a lot of fear tied to it. Jesus had told his disciples many times he was about to be killed in Jerusalem, and they taught that they might be killed too. This sounds familiar in so many ways in our world news today. There is a lot of fear in the world today. With the talks of World War III possibly happening, the end of the world, nuclear war, there is a powerful nation in Russia trying to destroy a smaller Ukraine. Ukraine is one of the strongest spiritual nations in Europe for the number of Christians there. A great persecution is breaking out in, like in Acts chapter 8 against the church. But God is not caught off guard. God prepares a way for his people and he turns what others intended for evil into good. He's leading restoration and maybe even spreading revival in Europe. This morning, how will we respond to Jesus? 
What is taking, what is keeping us from abiding in him and resting in him? Do we see ourselves at the table he has prepared for us? See, Lent reminds us that our suffering matters, but most importantly, that Jesus has prepared a way for us to have full access to him through the Holy Spirit. See, with Jesus, preparation leads to restoration. See, I leave you with this story that happened to me this week. Earlier this week, I had dinner with a friend who is a well-known basketball coach. He had coached at many different levels from coaching at Fresno State, Fresno City, the University of Pepperdine, and eventually finding his way back to the Valley to coach high school basketball. His journey as a husband and a father and a coach was not always easy and at times was very difficult and painful. It was hard to balance life and especially the life of a high school basketball coach. Things never got easy for him and things became harder for him when he moved back to the Central Valley. His relationships suffered a lot and to make things worse, he didn't want anything to do with God or the church. And then one day, he experienced a life-changing event in his in the way home from the lake. He found himself drinking on the way home when a horrible accident took place. On the way home, he didn't see a family crossing the street in front of his truck and had no time to move out of the way, hit the family, and the accident took the life of a seven-year-old boy. Leading up to the accident, a few days before, he remembers a dream he had where a loud voice said to him, you will be calling out for me soon. The next 10 years, he would spend time in prison. That is where he would finally call out for Jesus, and he was introduced to the good news. By God's grace, today he is out of prison, and God is restoring his life and has used one of the most painful events in his life to really shape him and lead him to share his story with others. He now loves Jesus, and his desire is to live the rest of his life serving him. Church, with Jesus, preparation leads to restoration. People need to hear the gospel. Our community needs Jesus. This is why we are launching a new campus. This is why we are coming together to let people know Jesus has prepared a table for them. See, our prayer is that the Lord would bring the harvest and that we would see city transformation here in Tulare and Tulare County. We want to see the Holy Spirit transform and bring revival to families, churches, education, media, entertainment businesses, and our government. I leave you with this. Satan's will and human's will are not sovereign. Jesus says that the Son of Man will go as it has been decreed. Luke 22 shows us that behind those evil events and the powerful hand of God was working through betrayal, suffering, and death to reconcile men and women to him. It wasn't so much that he was saying goodbye to his disciples, as much as now he has arrived at the central reason why he came to man, to institute a new covenant with man, based on his own sacrifice. This was not the beginning of the end. It was the beginning of the beginning. We acknowledge Lent because Jesus made a way where there was no way. And this is good news. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.